Good morning and welcome back to the Let Me Explain podcast. I'm your host, Matthew Seward, as always. We are back after what was a wild weekend we had. We had three games, fabulous World Series games back to back to back. We had some NBA excitement, NHL excitement. We had the NFL Week 8. That was exciting. Big, big week in the NFL. But before we get into anything, I just want to say thank you to all my listeners, everyone that tunes in on a daily basis and and listens and recaps the sports world with me and goes through the what's going on in sports with me. So I just appreciate you guys. If you guys could leave a like, a review, a share, anything, it goes a long way. It is greatly appreciated. Uh, as we sit here, the Atlanta Braves lead the World Series 3-2, to two, but we can't just jump to that. We have to discuss how they got there. How did the Braves get to 3-2 and two on the Astros? Heading back to Houston for game six and seven on Tuesday and Wednesday. Let's discuss, right? Game three was a thriller. You had Ian Anderson on the mound for the Atlanta Braves. He goes almost no-hit style. He goes lights out. Elite pitching and changeup was working. The fastball was working. The sinker was working. Everything was working for Ian Anderson on Friday night. And they found the Braves winning that game two to nothing, right? The bats really didn't come alive on either side. They didn't need him to. When Ian Anderson's just lights out and the Braves bullpen, I'll give them a, a bunch of credit as well. They've been phenomenal in this series. They throw a combined two-hitter, and you can almost pretty much guarantee a Braves win, as that did. The Braves would look at a 2-1 lead going into Saturday, and they would win Saturday 3-2 to two on the backs of a Jorge Soler and Dansby Swanson back-to-back home runs in the seventh. I was watching that live, and... Honestly, it was one of the most exciting things that that has happened in a long time for me in sports. I was on the edge of my seat. I was at a party. Didn't matter. I was watching the World Series. I knew it was coming down to the wire. And when Jorge Soler and Dansby Swanson went back to back, the the house erupted. And it was just really me and my my girlfriend screaming and celebrating because back-to-back home runs in the World Series are a pretty big deal. Atlanta would go up 3-1 in the series with a big Saturday win, 3-2. In Game 5, they can close it out on Sunday night. Carlos Correa, who who else would it be for the Houston Astros? He shows up. He goes 3-5. for five. Astros lead, win that game 9-5. to five. They cut the lead to 3-2. to two. Heading into tonight's game, Game 6, back in Houston. And it's, it's a hell of a series. It's been an enjoyable, entertaining, thrilling World Series up to this point. It's been a thrilling playoffs, right? But is it time to panic in, in, in Atlanta? Are we worried that going back to Houston, can they win a game in Houston? Well, tonight they have Max Freed, who we know in his first start went five innings, the six earned runs, six Ks. Wasn't the best, right? Houston lit him up in game two. They won game two in Houston, right? Can Max Freed bounce back? On the other side, you have Luis Garcia, who's going to be pitching on short rest. Not enough rest for Luis Garcia. Might not matter. Last time he went three and two-thirds innings. With one earned run in six Ks. So I would expect that you'd see a little bit of Christian Javier tonight for Houston Astros out of the bullpen. Might see maybe four innings from Garcia. And then it's going to probably ride on the backs of Christian Javier for Houston. That are, They're going to need to close the door and hope, hope to send it to seven for tomorrow night on Wednesday. Got to hope to send it to seven. Freed needs to be better. If they want to close this game out tonight, it's got to be on the back of Max Freed. The Astros hit lefties as good as anyone. What can Max Freed do to counter that? We know his road home splits are relatively the same. We know he pitches well regardless of where he's at. 
But can he get through a Houston Astros lineup that's just bagging at the begging at the will to to eat alive right now and, and get a big game six win? It's gonna be a huge one. I would look for Austin Riley to get girl get going early. We know what Austin Riley can do and what he can bring to the table, right? It's gonna be a hell of a game. Tonight, if you have no 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 other plans on a Tuesday, watch game six of the World Series. It's gonna be a hell of a game. You got two great pitchers in Luis Garcia and Max Freed, who we know can give you five, six innings. I doubt that Garcia can tonight on short rest, but he can give you four. And then you got the bullpens and the bats are gonna whose bats are gonna come to live tonight. I'd look out for a couple guys. Austin Riley. He hit well against Garcia in game two. Can he bounce back or game three, sorry. Can he bounce back and produce some runs for Atlanta? How about Jordan Alvarez? For the Astros, who's been kind of quiet this series, not a lot of not a lot of noise from Jordan Alvarez. Can he have a great game? Can he put the team on his back and drive in some runs this game? I'm excited as always. It's going to be a great one. I have the Astros winning tonight, four to one. I think they're going to get to Max Freed. I think they're going to give them enough of a cushion, enough of a lead for Christian Javier and the rest of that bullpen to come in and kind of shut it down. They're going to force a game seven, and it's going to be on the back of Jordan Alvarez. I think this is the game. Jordan clicks, he finds that swing, he finds that groove, maybe has two or three hits, a couple RBIs. It's going to be a game seven. My prediction was Braves in seven, I'm going to stick with it. I think that the Astros do not go down without a fight. They didn't go down without a fight in game five, they put up nine runs. Expect them to try to replicate that behavior tonight and force a game seven tomorrow night. It'll be a good one, right? I'm guessing Ian Anderson for Atlanta, if I were to have a shot in the dark, I do not know who would go for Houston. Would it be Granky on a short leash, right? Who would it be for Houston? We'll get there if we get there. It's just an exciting game tonight. I, I, I don't know what else, how else to say it because I'm just excited and, and kind of sad at the same time because the World Series is coming to an end. We have to wait a few months for baseball, and baseball is always fun, right? So let's enjoy these games. Let's soak them in. Let's take, take them to heart and watch some, the, the best of the best duel it out for a championship. That's what we're getting. We're getting Garcia. We're getting Freed. I'm expecting Christian Javier to come in after Garcia, and they're going to ride it out and see who wins. Moving on, we had a big week eight, week eight in the NFL. Uh, I had some risers and some fallers along. I will recap each winner. On Thursday night, I believe I've uh, already discussed this. The Packers knocked off the Arizona Cardinals. They moved it. Uh, the Packers moved to seven and one. Cardinals fall to seven and one. Packers move twenty four twenty one. On Sunday, we had the Panthers knock off the Falcons. Falcons were kind of riding a high. They fall to three and four. Panthers improved to four and four with a win nineteen to thirteen over Atlanta in Atlanta. Buffalo Bills beat Miami twenty six to eleven. And this scoreboard here uh, screams a little better than what actually happened in that game. But yeah, it was a, Dolphins are not good. They fall to one and seven. Bills are good. They win twenty six to eleven. Josh Allen had three touchdowns, one rushing, two passing. 49ers beat the Bears 33-22. 49ers offense kind of looked like they've come together a little bit. Jimmy Garoppolo threw for 300 yards. Elijah Mitchell, the running back, 18 carries, 137 and a touchdown. On the other side, Justin Fields looked great. It was a game that we needed Justin Fields to look great. Matt Nagy was out. Is there a coincidence? I, I like to believe so, but we could break that down a little later on. Justin Fields, 19 for 27, 175, one touchdown and interception, but he also had 10 carries for 100 yards and a touchdown, doing it both ways, doing it on both sides, becoming that elite, 
elite rushing upside that Justin Fields, we knew he had. He's shown it on uh, on Sunday. Bears did lose that game 33-22. Steelers beat the Browns 15-10 in what was kind of an ugly game. Pittsburgh won 15-10 really on the backs of Najee Harris. 26 carries, only 91 yards and a touchdown. And then Big Ben to Deontay Johnson. We know that chemistry is there. Pat Firemuth also had a touchdown. On the other side, touchdown came from Dearness Johnson for the Browns. He rushed one in, but wasn't enough. Eagles blew out the Lions. The Lions are, are terrible. They're the worst team in football. I thought they were better than people were giving them credit for, and, and this game kind of just wiped all that off the board. He was not good. They were not good. I mean, you lost 44-6 to to an Eagles team that, in my opinion, isn't that great. I think Jalen Hurts is the one lone bright spot, maybe Devonta Smith as well in that offense. So Titans beat the Colts in overtime 34-31. Derrick Henry out 6-10 to 10 weeks. Uh, with a, I believe it was a Liz Franks, uh, LeFranc's injury. Sorry, foot injury, needs surgery. How long is Derrick Henry really going to be out? Nobody knows, but he is heading to the IR. A big blow for the Titans, who did sign Adrian Peterson. Colts, on the other hand, Jonathan Taylor looked good. Sixteen carries, seventy touches, uh, seventy yards, and a touchdown. Michael Pittman, ten catches, eighty-six yards, two touchdowns. And the Colts fell, fall to Tennessee. Tennessee moves to 6-2. and two, But can they stay hot without Derrick Henry? That's the big question. Adrian Peterson is his replacement. We'll see how that goes. Jets beat the, the Bengals on the back of Mike White. He threw for 400 yards and three touchdowns. Along with Michael Carter running 77 yards and a touchdown. So, the Jets got a big win. And there's going to be QB con- uh, controversy in New York now. And there should be. I, I, there should be. I don't care that you invested all this value and high draft capital into Zach Wilson. Mike White looked like the best quarterback you have on the roster. So I don't know what Zach Wilson's due back next week. I don't believe he is. Mike White should have another starting line, really trying to make something of what his time as a starter. Bengals, what happened? You felt let up 34 points to a Jets offense that was with led by Mike White. We know they don't have many pieces. They got Michael Carter and Corey Davis. And I believe Corey Davis didn't even play. So... Joe Mixon, 14 carries, 33 yards and a touchdown. Nothing fancy. Joe Burrow, 259 yards, three touchdowns and interception. It was all it was all New York, and it was 34 to 31. It was a closer game, but all the talk of the town is Mike White and the Jets. Rams blew out the Texans 38 to 22. That scoreboard's a lot closer. It was 38 nothing heading into the fourth. The Rams blew the doors off of Houston. Patriots upset the Chargers. If you would call it an upset, I would personally in LA. I think that is a little bit of an upset. Uh they did it on the back of their defense, and I know they let up 24, but their defense seemed to have the answers when they needed to against L.A. They had a uh, pick six against Justin Herbert. They had some field goals. They had a Damian Harrison uh, one-yard run for a touchdown, but it was all it was all uh, the defense for New England that really got that win against Justin Herbert and the Chargers. Seahawks blew out the Jags. Jags are terrible. Not sure that my, uh, Urban Meyer makes it through a whole season. I would probably guess not. I, he's just awful. The Jaguars should be better than they were last year, and they're not. Uh, Seahawks got a big win behind Geno Smith. Not much to uncover there. They blew out the Jaguars. Broncos beat Washington at home 17-10 in what was kind of just an ugly game. Antonio Gibson really didn't go in. Jarrett Patterson actually outcarried him. Uh, Taylor Heineke didn't look good. Teddy Bridgewater was okay. Average, maybe a little below. Just, just nothing going on, on offensively. Melvin Gordon had a 15-yard touchdown. DeAndre Carter had a passing touchdown catch, and then Melvin Gordon with another touchdown run. Just 
just ugly all around. Not a lot of flashy plays or big offensive things happening in Denver. Saints beat the Buccaneers 36-27 on the backs of James Winston and Trevor Simeon. Trevor Simeon came in with the, in, the injured Winston, who is now believed to have torn his ACL. Uh, Trevor Simeon went 16 for 29, 160 yards and a touchdown. He looked good. He he did what he had to do to lead the, the Saints to a win. Tom Brady threw a pick six on the last play of the game to basically seal it. Was over then, 36-27. Saints with a big home win. They're only half a game out of Tampa. Saints are competitive. They, they are comp- uh, competitors for the for the division. Cowboys beat the Vikings behind Cooper Rush. Vikings suck in prime time. You could have called this game from a mile away, even with Cooper Rush, even with Dak Prescott out. Vikings suck on prime time. Cowboys with a big win on the road without Dak. 20-16, uh, to 16, the Cowboys improved to 6-1. and one. They're on to a fire start, six straight wins. Minnesota falls to 3-4. and four. Chiefs, uh, Chiefs pick up a big win. They go back up to 4-4. Four and four. With a, uh, a home Monday night win over the Giants, 20-17. to Just what the Chiefs needed. They hit a go-ahead field goal with one one one, se- uh, one second. One minute left. Mahomes, not the, not the greatest performance. 29-48 for 275, a touchdown and a pick. Just really couldn't get going. Tyreek had a big night, but just a win for the Chiefs. Maybe can get them in the right direction. My risers and fallers for this week. My risers are the Steelers. They've won three straight. They've gone to four and three. The Steelers are competitive. And somehow with Mike Tomlin, they always find a way to compete, always find a way to, to make things interesting, and always find a way to be above 500. I think betting on that now would probably be that would be dumb. Steelers win again, three in a row, four to three. Patriots are my second riser. They beat the Chargers on the road. They get back to 500. Bill Belichick finds a way. He finds a way to win games when he can. They're 4-4. Four four. They beat the Chargers. Big road win. They're a riser. Saints, albeit without Winston now, suffering an ACL injury, he, they are a riser. They're, this team is going to compete. Their defense is an elite defense, probably a top five defense in the NFL, followed by an offense that is hoping to get Michael Thomas back relatively soon and now will, I believe would be led under Trevor Simeon or Taysom Hill. We'll see what the Saints could do. They are a riser this week. Followers, some obvious ones. Bengals, Mike White torched them up. What happened? What happened to the Bengals' defense? It's been really good up to this point. Jets found a way to exploit it. They did. Chargers, another faller. Two straight losses. Their defense is awful. They cannot stop the run to save their lives. Jerry Tillery is not a run stopper, and they literally have nobody else to do it. They need to figure it out soon. Falcons lost Calvin Ridley. Prayers are up to Calvin Ridley. I hope whatever he's going through, he gets through it. He finds a way. To overcome those demons, I, all the prayers are up with uh, Calvin Ridley. I wouldn't wish what he's going through upon anybody. They'll look to bounce back next week. They were on a little bit of a high, so they fall after the loss to Carolina. And again, prayers up to Calvin Ridley. Um, heading into next week, just some teams to watch are going to be these teams I've, I've uh, kind of listed. I want to see what the Saints do at quarterback. I want to see how the Bengals bounce back, right? Can the Bengals bounce back from that big of a loss? Sometimes big losses like that or losses you're not supposed to lose can have a lasting effect on your team, right? Do they move on? Move on. Week's over. Go on to next week. Got to win next week now. That division is going to be so tough. I, I'm excited. I We can head into week nine next week, obviously. We have game six of the MLB World Series tonight, and we have NHL and NBA going on, which I will actually – Get into NHL and NBA risers on tomorrow's episode. I have that all planned out. We're going to go through deep dive on the NBA and NHL along with the World Series Game 6 recap. 
If you guys enjoyed, please make sure again, leave a like, review, share it with all your friends and family. That'd be greatly appreciated. We have a big game six tonight. I hope you guys all enjoy your day. Enjoy the night. Enjoy the game. Um, it's going to be a good one. Max Freed versus Garcia. We'll see what happens. Uh, I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. As always, it's been Matt. I will see you guys next time. Have a good one. Peace.